Doug Tyrrell History and Comment is available weekdays on iHeartRadio. Hello, friends. I'm Doug Terrell. This is History and Comment for Wednesday, February 14th, 2024. Guys, if you have forgotten, you should hurry and do something nice for that special someone. I guarantee she has not forgotten that today is Valentine's Day. Exactly who St. Valentine was is of some debate. There seems to be about 11 of them, and four died or were martyred on February 14th. The person most likely lived in the late 3rd century, with the date being celebrated somewhere in the 700s. I will offer the traditional Irish song, Red is the Rose, as the anthem for the day. There is no trouble like church trouble. In the year 1130, the College of Cardinals, having issues choosing a new pope, they split and elect two. Innocent II had the lesser votes, yet is considered the legitimate pope, while Anacletus II is considered the anti-pope. It seems the rules to elect a pope had been established in 1059, and both elections broke those rules. Strasbourg, France, rids itself of Jews in 1349. A number were burnt, and the remainder forcibly removed from the town. The U.S. flag is formally recognized for the first time by a foreign naval vessel in 1778. President James Polk is the first sitting president to have his photograph taken. That's in 1849. The first children's hospital in England opens in 1852. This is 50 years after one opened in Paris. The hospital for sick infants is considered the first in the world. Oregon becomes the 33rd state in 1859. Meanwhile, on the same day in Galesburg, Illinois, George and Martha Ferris celebrate the birth of a son. They name him after his father. George Ferris Jr. will receive a degree in civil engineering in 1881. A decade later, he will create the design and build the Ferris Wheel for the Chicago World's Fair, which opened in 1893. Ferris died of typhoid fever just three years later. Alexander Graham Bell files for a patent for the telephone on this day in 1876. Elisha Gray also files for a similar device on the same day. Gray may have had the stronger claim. He also has a lasting legacy. The Gray Bar Electric Company is a descendant from his original company, as is Western Electric, which for decades was the manufacturing branch of the Bell system. Voting machines are approved by Congress for use in federal elections. This is in 1899. The idea of automating vote counting is an intriguing one. However, recent elections have magnified the problems. Electronic voting, while fast, is difficult to audit. The Florida system, where a voter could generate a hard paper ballot that could then be machine counted, was close to ideal. The flaw there was the manual punching generated flaws and questions to the actual voter's intent. An ideal system where a voter could electronically indicate their choices and a machine would generate a punch card complete with poll location, timestamp, and serial number and still be machine counted would answer much of the doubts. This ideal, where additional ballots appear in the wee hours of the morning, is not acceptable, nor is having vote counts routed through third-party servers or even have them attached to a server. 
American elections were at one time the gold standard around the world, yet now we look like a banana republic with the games that are being played. Have they become corrupt? That is the key question. Most certainly, there have been corruption in the large cities, maybe well back into the 19th century, if not before. The smaller towns most likely remain clean. Two factors beyond voting machines that must be adopted are photo IDs and restrictions on ballot harvesting, where the chain of custody and who actually voted are in question. The sad factor is our elections are controlled by a very small percentage of the populace. One party is particularly adept at vote harvesting, where they encourage absentee voting and have workers collect those ballots. Now, you can bet they're playing games with how those votes are cast. Arizona becomes the 48th state in 1912. Journalist Hugh Downs is born in 1921. The corporate name International Business Machines, or IBM, comes into usage in 1924. The predecessor company had been building machines for a few years prior. Things are not so rosy in Chicago on Valentine's Day in 1929. Seven people are killed in Chicago. Six of them just happen to be rivals of Al Capone. Sadly, the Windy City recorded 617 homicides last year, a number they're celebrating as it's down 13% from previous years. But it remains well above the running average. The number was approaching 400 per year in the late 1920s. The German battleship the Bismarck is launched in 1939. She will have another year and a half of work before she's put into service in August of 1940. Her battle career will be short-lived, ending in May of 1941. The sinking will be popular in British culture and spawn a hit song for Johnny Horton here in the U.S., in 1960. The ballad will top out a number three on the Hot 100 and only number six on the Hot Country and Western chart. What does that say about crossover songs? The magician, known as Teller, is 76 today. His birth name is Raymond Joseph Teller. Former baseball pitcher Dave Dravecki is 68. You might recall his career was ended early due to repeated bouts with cancer in his pitching arm. The Voyager 1 spacecraft sends back a photo of Earth in 1990. The craft was 3.7 billion miles away from Earth at the time. YouTube is launched in 2005. There were also a couple of mass shootings on this day in 2008 and again in 2018. While tragic, they will never be a way to prevent such outbursts where the population is free and the perpetrator is willing to die to make a statement. That guns are used is irrelevant. The number of ways to commit violence is only limited by one's imagination. Today is also Ash Wednesday and the beginning of the Lenten season. I'm going to offer the passage from Matthew 6, verses 16 through 18 as the daily devotion. But I also understand the debate of Scripture versus church authority. A few years ago, Joy and I were strolling the streets of Key West, Florida on Ash Wednesday. I was appalled by the fact that the Ash Wednesday celebration, prayer, or devotions were moved out onto the sidewalk to make the process easier for the participants. It seemed to me that a walk into the church for a few moments was a small inconvenience 
to begin a period of prayer and fasting. That's history and comment for the 14th day of February. I'm Doug Terrell. Now, go do something worth remembering.